Maurice Washington. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Executive Talk. Thank you guys for joining us live. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the thorns and thistles in the office space. Now, in the past three episodes, we actually um, were breaking down a scripture that's important in the office space. Now, if you were watching, if you're watching our shows and when you actually go watch, you actually notice some sarcasm in the beginning of my show. Because what we were discussing is we were talking about the great, wonderful relationship between the employer and also the employee. As we all know, it's, it's a dynamic, perfect relationship. No, it's not. In today's society, what we, what we have noticed is that the employer-employee relationship has not been very good at all. It's almost like an internal war. And so what, we're gonna, what we discussed in our first one is we actually broke down the whole employer-employee uh, diagram of what that looks like. Then we actually took it to the next level and we talked specifically about the employer and what role does the employer play, play in this dynamic relationship. In the second one, or I'm sorry, in the third one, we talked about the employee. How do they play a role in this relationship and why is it, what's the breakdown? In today's uh, conversation, we're going to talk about realigning the relationship. It's very important that we actually have this relationship realigned. This is something that's biblical, and we have a specific scripture that we're going to talk about, and I'm going to show you today on how that realigning occurs. And with me today, I have Kim Brox, who is a worship leader, and she's actually going to help me break down this whole topic with us. So please uh, follow along, and let me go ahead and show you where we're at, and let's go ahead and realign this relationship here today. Now, when we're discussing that, what we're utilizing is Ephesians 6, 5 through 9. So Ephesians 6, 5 through 9. Now, the scripture reads, Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly as if you are serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one of you for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, Treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. So we have to understand that there is this, this scripture is very pure. But in order for this scripture to actually come true, there's got to be some alignment in the background in order for this scripture. This is a scripture that creates a merger. And whenever there's two people, there's got to be a merger, but there's got to be scriptural things happening in the background in order for this scripture to make, to make sense and for it to actually come true. Now, let's go ahead and give a scripture breakdown. What we see here on the left-hand side is we see the first part of it, respect and fear. We see wholeheartedly in that scripture. We see serving in that scripture. So what you're seeing is humility. Would you agree that there's a lot of humility in those words? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So here's another part of it. Slaves of Christ, doing the will of God, serving the Lord, serving the Lord, not people. So what we see is alignment. We see humility on the left-hand side, and we also have a point of direction as to where that humility needs to lead, which is the Lord. Okay? Who gets the glory for everything? Who gets God. God. You at home, who gets the glory for everything? As we know God. When we look in the scripture, the Lord is looking for glory in everything. His glory through you on earth. Okay? So we have to remember how that's, how that's working. But as we discussed earlier, 
uh, in the other shows, when we're talking about the entity, most of us, when we actually create our businesses, we go in, we set up the entity for ourselves. We have a good idea. And then we set up the entity. We go to the state of Colorado or whatever state. We open up our bank account. And we start to manifest. That means we start to do business. Do you feel like that's the way that business should be created? No. No? No. <laughs> she agrees with me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the key right there. That's not how it's supposed to be created. But in general, in life, that's what we tend to do. We tend to go straight to the, uh, straight to the idea, to the entity, to, that, to the manifestation. But since the Lord wants the glory, then, we want, then what the Lord wants is the Lord first, for, for you to seek the Lord, and then the entity, and then the manifestation. And the reason why I have Kim on today is she's right now in that process of the Lord, you, entity, and manifestation. Yes. Now, since you actually started developing your worship leading that way, how has that changed your life? Well, it's definitely given me authority and direction. It, it's, it's smoother. Things have fallen into place. And um, this weekend I actually had a, a decision to make over two invitations that I received. And because I sensed confusion around them, I turned them down which was, you know, I wouldn't want to turn down invitations, Absolutely. but I did because I didn't feel the peace. Gotcha. So I put the Lord first in prayer around it. That's right. And so that's the key element. You want to feel peace. You want to feel joy. You want to feel the Lord's presence in all your decisions, but only in this particular scenario right here on the left-hand side to your right, possibly, can you feel that peace? This is how the Lord sees your business without him. Okay, if you look at this puzzle, what's missing? He's miss there's, a lot of, there's a lot of pieces missing. Yeah, it looks good on some, some areas. And again, it doesn't matter how much money you make. And see, that's the thing on earth that we get confused. We think a big pocketbook means that your business is just flourishing. But if the Lord sees your business with all these holes, are you truly flourishing? Not at all. No. Not at all. That's how he sees the, this part of your business with the you entity and also the manifestation. The Lord's will, by doing it the Lord's will, the Lord, you, entity, and manifestation is where that direct line is coming from. And that's where, that's what Kim was talking about in her example over the weekend. This scripture right here, Matthew 6, 33. This is an extremely important scripture for you guys, for us to really truly understand how this looks. It reads, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So the Lord's will is the Lord. Seek him first in everything, and through you will he start to bless you and start to talk to you. And then he will give you the idea as to where it should go. Then the entity gets created, and then the manifestation which turns into blessings. That's what he's looking for out of each individual business owner in here. And throughout this conversation, we're going to talk about how this merger happens. And also with Kim as a worship leader, she needs the same type of people to go with her in order to help her develop her, her worship and her leadership as well as she travels around and meets other people. Yeah, I, w I want a solid foundation. I want to know that the Lord's behind me and covering me and that I have his authority and that the people that he's bringing around me fill in those gaps and that there's not missing pieces. That's right. That's right. 
And so it's important to understand how this particular um, this, this setup works. It's very important that we go this way. Now, you may say, well, I'm, all, I'm 10 years in business. Now, unfortunately, when you're actually, uh, when you're just starting your business, you have a better chance at actually starting out this way. But even if you're 10 years in business, the Lord still requires for you to follow his will. So we have to really pay attention to that and make some decisions around that. This is what this scenario looks like in order to make this scripture work, which is Ephesians 6, 5 through 9. The employer and the employee have to walk through repentance. I know when you go to church, we talk about repentance quite a bit. Right. It's the most important value that you have in order to see this part, in order to start seeking his righteousness. And these things will be given unto you. It has to come from a place of repentance in order for this thing to work. In order for this type of setup to work, it has to come from repentance. That is the key component right here. Now, both the employer specifically in a repentance, what you'll notice is once you've walked through these tests. Now, are these tests pretty challenging? Very. <laughs> some of them are easier, but some of them are definitely challenging. I got you. And that's the thing. There's, there's some tests. There's the walk away from the Lord and coming back to the Lord. There's going to be some tests. Why would he test us? If we've been walking this long without him, why would he test us? There's some truth that he's trying to reveal in us that he wants, that he wants us to work through. And once you walk through obedience, he will take you to the next step. We have to understand that journey all the way through and through because he's creating something here. And we have to trust in this repentance process in order for this creation to come alive. So the communication, obedience and faith is part of repentance. And once all these three start to merge, meaning the communication between you and the Lord. See, first of all, when you haven't been walking through repentance, what happens as an employer or employee doesn't really matter. If you're trying, you're trying to distinguish, is this my voice or is this the Lord's voice? Is this my decision or is, or is this the Lord's decision? Right. Obedience. Do I believe in the commandments? Okay, that's, that's the first love test is through obedience. And were you able to look at the scriptures and then follow through with them? Those are part of the test. Yes, there are going to be some trials on this walk back from repentance, as you're, as you're stating, as you're right. starting to see. Mm -hmm. But what you're starting to see as well is you're starting to see growth all at the same time. Yes. And once that obedience comes to a head, you'll be walking in true faith. Your salvation is there. Now, everybody talks about this scripture very often. We know that the Lord has plans for us. I, right. I know the Lord has plans for us. But he's not going to reveal those plans until you walk back to repent through repentance. For I know the plans I have for you. Okay, the Lord is excited. For I know the plans I have for you. I know them, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. So through this process right here, and again, we'll come back to how this all merges together. He's looking to send you back to the plans that you, that he has for you instead of the plans that you have for you. Right. There's a succinct difference in how that looks and how it shows up on earth. Now the employer repentance, there is a rebuilding process. So Kim as a worship leader, she needs to go through her own rebuilding process. It's extremely important because she's the foundation of the other worship. 
Right. Now, do people? Do you feel like people actually depend on you for, for your direction? Yeah, they, they look for me for the strength. If we're in a situation, we recently did a, a concert where different things were kind of going wrong with the sound at the beginning, and, and they look for me to, to hold it together and to, you know, have the strength and Absolutely. encouragement, support. <laughs> and keep on going, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. They need that foundation. That's why it always it's going to start with the employer. Now, what you'll find out during repentance is that we, and again, we don't know God's ways, but God is perfect in what he does. So while he's working on the employer, he's also on the back end working on the employee. He's working on a merger. He's working on things to come together. Okay, so with the employer, he needs to break down any kind of hardened heart to him. Okay, because what we remember is the communication, the obedience, and the faith. He needs to be able to communicate to that employer succinctly. He needs to say, hey, Kim, make a move. Go here. Yes. Make, the, make, make the next step. And as soon as her as the employer is able to make that next step and see the Lord's faithfulness in that moment, she feels more confident. She becomes foundationally stronger in her mission. Now, show the love for Christ by following his commands. That's that listening component. As soon as he gives a command, the next step is the listening component. That means there's gaining of trust in here. That means the foundation for Kim and what she's doing, the people that she's about to lead, she doesn't know who she's about to lead. It could be a total different set of people. Right. But with that being said, she needs to be prepared so that the Lord can trust and send people to her way and bless all of them. He or she will discover who they are in Christ. It's the identity. It's one of those identity crisis situations. The longer you're away from Christ, the longer your identity is not where it should be. But once you start coming back, you start, start to see your identity and you start to feel confident in that. And once you start walking in that as an employer, the Lord is actually setting up the foundation for everything that you have. And that's the same thing he's doing for Kim right now as we, as we speak. Now, with the people, her band, and everybody else that she, she has with her, the employee, the employees need to go through a level of repentance as well. It's the same type of walk, but it's going to be a different because part of it, you're the leader, right? Right. So part of that leader, they have other people that fill different slots. Now, truth is, are you the CEO or are you the COO, the chief operating officer? Who's the CEO now? The CEO. CEO? Yeah. Who's, who's Chief all? executive officer? Yes. officer? Well, that would be me. <laughs> that would be the Lord. There, there you the go. Lord. Absolutely. That's right. If I hear him say no, uh, I, have to, I have to trust if he says no. And if he says yes, I might have to have faith for something new and different that I haven't experienced before, but he's giving me, he's training me. That's right. So I have to trust that. That's right. And that's the thing. He becomes the CEO of her company. She's now the COO. She's the chief operating officer, just making sure the day-to-day -day is going through. Now, on earth, of course she's the CEO. Everything is registered through her company. But with the Lord, she is the COO. She needs to just make sure the day-to-day -day and make sure she's following step-by-step -step so that way he can bless the employees and the people that are with her. So they need to show in the background, show the love for Christ by following his commands as well. It's extremely important that this happens in the background. So it's the same difference, same people, 
because in their own entity, in their own way, they're both CEOs or they're both CEOs of what they do, of their talent and their skill set. But what this does is replace that person and puts them as a COO and he or she will start to discover who they are in Christ. You know what, Lord, I am supposed to um, be the guitarist. I'm, that's what I'm supposed to do. I, and yeah. if they know that I'm in the Word and I'm in touch with the Lord and I'm passing that along and they can pray about it themselves, that's what builds a strong foundation because they don't feel it's just only coming from me. They feel like they can feel the Lord in it. That's exactly it. So there is proper communication and that's exactly what you want. But that, it starts with that foundation and again, they can trust each other. That's how you mold that, mold that scripture together. So that's the merger. On the other side of the repentance, you will learn how to operate in the spirit. That is the best thing. That means you trust your heart again. That means you hear the Lord's voice. You can make moves when, he, when he's telling you to. And what happens once, he both, once Kim and also her team is together, what happens? They, automatic, they end up running into each other. It's the weirdest dynamic, but all of a sudden they didn't know they were looking for each other until the proper time. The Lord has already prepared a meeting for this employer and also for the employee. He's already planned a meeting so that way these two come together. And that's what we have to understand. We have to trust the Lord that he has plans for you. Okay, let's go back to that scripture. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope in the future, both the employer and also the employee. Now, let me show you this right here. So this description right here is what it looks from a visual perspective. The employer, again, on the one, on the one hand, is setting up the foundation for this entity. Okay, and this is the Lord working through that employer at the proper time to have this thing ready. The employee they don't know each other. They're still going to repentance as well and coming to this particular point. Once the Lord feels like these two are ready and come together and walking through the spirit, he is going to set up a meeting spot. And you see this puzzle is very different than the puzzle that we saw before. See, the puzzle that we noticed before, right here, there's a lot of missing components. Well, when we look at this one right here, the foundation is already set. Okay. Yes. Kim, her foundation will already be set. So then the employee is that missing piece of the puzzle. So that way they come together and it's a unit as one. Instead of me as an employer, I own everything and you just work for me. We both actually work for the Lord. Correct. And we have come together to, to, to work this out. Since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven. And there is no favoritism with him. So we have to understand how that scripture works. If we both came together through the spirit, we're un we understand that there's, I'm not any more special just because, just because she's the CEO doesn't mean that she's any more special than me as the, as the employee. We're both coming together to make this thing work. Right. Okay, I'm in full support of her and she's in full support of me. We're serving each other. So when we look at Genesis 12, 2 through 3, this is another scripture that he's looking to realign as well. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing and I will bless those who bless you and the ones who curse you, I will curse. 
and in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. That's the merger of that. He wants the scripture because guess what? Does he just want to bless you and myself? No, he, want, he wants to provide for me and then through me and That's back right. and forth. That's right. Know? That's exactly it. And also bless all the families on earth. That's exactly what's going on. All the people that are watching Kim, watching me, watching everything that's happening here, he wants to reach out through us to the people here on earth. And that's, that's how this thing is looking. That's what he's looking to do. He's looking to merge that together. Now, remember the scripture breakdown that we did earlier. Respect and fear. Do you feel like there's respect and fear at this particular time that you, you, you walk through repentance? Mm -hmm. You're walking in the spirit now. Is there respect and fear? Yes, a, a healthy fear because I don't want to be off track with the Lord. And I can tell if I'm starting to veer, I can, I can sense it. That's right. Enough fear to get me back in line. <laughs> That's right. Wholeheartedly. Could we serve each other in this situation wholeheartedly at this stage? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> We're, we'll actually be serving each other. Those are the key components to bringing that humility, humility together. That's the strong foundation of that particular scripture is that behind the scenes, we have both come to the table because we know we, number one, we don't want to disappoint the Lord because we know we have another issue at hand if we disappoint the Lord. Forget disappointing Kim for a minute and right. forget her disappointing me. We don't want to disappoint the Lord. And so our humility, our serving wholeheartedly is because we're serving the Lord as well. Slaves of Christ. We have completely come to that place where Christ is, is number one in our lives. Doing the will of God. I feel confident that the Lord told me I need to be here and support you and support your ministry. She feels confident that she needs, I need to be part of that ministry in order to help support her so we can be a blessing to those. And we're both doing the will of God. So we're right in line with each other. And iron sharpens iron. That's right. That's right. So if I'm out of line, if I'm out of balance, guess what? She's going to communicate that with me. She'll take me to the scriptures and say, you're, you're out of bounds right now. And we can actually sharpen each other from that place. Serving the Lord. Okay? Remember the scripture right here. He wants to bless those who bless you. Once you're at this place... You don't have to worry about anything else because those who are against you, he will deal with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're completely outside of ourselves in everything that we do. You're serving the Lord, not people. So I know if Kim's having a bad day and let's say we end up arguing over something because people will be people, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's just how things are. We have right. those moments, but guess what? I'm going to humble myself fast. Because I know once I start operating in the flesh, it's out of bounds. Right. I know I need to serve the Lord and I need to come back and apologize, confess my sins to her. And I will have that proper boundary and I will be serving the Lord, not people. That and that helps keep your heart from getting hardened by that, just ignoring right. that whole scenario. That's right. Because yeah. we're going to have busy weeks, people. We're going to have things that happen in the office space that are beyond us, that we have no control over. But once we can align up first and know that the Lord is taking care of it, we start to cast our cares onto the Lord. Guess what? We're in a better place to actually operate with, the, operate with each other. We need to come together in a place of support because that's how, that's how it works. 
And two is better than one. You know, I think right now in society, we have come to a place where we just want to do all our, do all ourselves. Nobody can help us. Nobody knows better than us. Have you, have you ran into that? Mm-hmm. Does yes. it get a little lonely or nerve-wracking? Yeah, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. We don't want to be at that place. The Bible says a multitude of wise counsel is important, so it's good to have trusted people to, to bounce ideas off of each other to know you're on the right path. That's right. And that's what we're looking for. We need, I need that support. I need to know when I'm out of line. I need to know when we can actually support each other. Who needs to pick up what pieces? So what I'm, what I'm giving to you guys today is that this scripture is actual. This, it is possible. Even though that we see it on earth, that is not possible. Remember, the enemy wants to destroy anything that looks like a relationship. He destroyed it with Adam and Eve first and foremost. And of course, he's going to destroy it with two perfect strangers. That's the easy one to destroy. Because again, nobody feels accountable to each other. Mm -hmm. But this right here, scripture says that we can be accountable to each other and he needs to be a blessing through us in order to bless the families and people that, that, are, that we're serving out there in the community. And we have a responsibility, everybody, that we need to come together and look out for each other. What can you do today? What can you do for your employees today? What can you do for your, for your boss today? How can we bring this back together? More, there's more division right now than we've ever seen. And it's, it's time for us to come to a place where we can reemerge and realign together. Would you, would you say, Kim, what was, what's the biggest thing that you learned in working with some of your people um, through your worship, worship team? How valuable each person is and what they contribute and, and their special thing that the Lord has gifted them with completes the whole blessing. When you're, when you're trying to minister to people, it just it completes everything. Yes. So have you noticed... So when everybody plays in line and everybody plays in tune, how, how much better does your music pop? Oh, it's beautiful. I, I can tell when the Lord takes over because there's no pressure on me whatsoever. We're prayed up. We're ready to go. And I, I witness the Lord moving. I witness people worshiping the Lord. His presence is there. And it just takes everything off of me. There's no, you know, it's not about me. It's not about the other people. It's about the Lord. And it happens. Absolutely. So over the next, so you're going through quite a few changes and a lot of great quick development. I want to mm -hmm. congratulate you nonetheless on that. Thank you. So with that being said, over, so we, we're coming into the time of the year where we have about six months left or six or seven months left in the year. Mm -hmm. How can we here at Executive Talk help support you to propel and get you and your worship team going? Uh, the teaching is fabulous. That, okay. that absolutely helps. And the support and encouragement that I, I get the conversations and the direction, the, you know, I'm learning a lot and I'm blessed by it and it helps me make the right choices okay. for my future. All right. Yeah. We're going to keep on uh, the conversation going with Kim. We're going to have Kim back on. We're going to talk and develop this story because it's very important to know when people are actually walking in, in faith and obedience. It's a huge thing and it's a huge blessing to see, especially nowadays. And there's a lot, of, a lot of effort that comes with that. So we want to honor you and make sure that we keep your story going and make sure that we introduce you to the right people. Thank you. So, again, nothing, if nothing else, people, thank you guys for tuning in today to this particular show and watch this series. Go back and watch the last three of them because I know specifically this thing will come in alignment with you and help you move forward in your business and help you, most importantly, realign yourself with the Lord. 
want you guys to follow us on our on our social media on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, and any other social media. We have Pinterest. <laughs> but in the meantime, we actually have to get back to work. You guys have a good day. Bye bye.